You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. On the line, we have got a very happy man, I'm guessing, Chris Davies from the Port Adelaide Footy Club. CD, how are you going? Yeah, well, thank you. Chris, if we came into the Port Adelaide Football Club and looked at the whiteboard for all the deals that you had planned in August to the ones you have closed today, how different would they be? That's a really good question, Rich. They'd, they'd be significantly different. And it, and it just shows um, the way that, you know, you're, I guess you've got to be flexible throughout the, the trade period and and be willing to follow things down as, as they... Yeah, come up really. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of sliding doors moments so, so throughout. Um, yeah, we, we we did say that we would be aggressive, so we're, yeah. we're pleased to have got to this point. So where does the door slide from Josh Dunkley to Jason Horn Francis and and Jack Graham in between on that one? Um, what well, really really happened when um, Josh suggested that he wanted to go to uh, to Brisbane rather than. To, to come to South Australia, um, you know. So at that point, I think both both the club and also player managers, you know, around the competition can can see what different clubs are trying to achieve, and then you know you, you try and come together to find a, a mutually beneficial outcome. Um, you know, Jason Horn Francis' situation has come probably a bit a bit later, um, but at the same time, you know, we're we're really pleased. To have got to this point, and and you know the reality is, if um, if Jason Horn Francis had presented earlier, then then he clearly would have been our priority anyway. So you and Jason Cripps, as your list manager, have made it very clear for year after year, if there's a South Australian who is drafted out, you're always going to keep an eye on him to try and get him home. How did the Jason Horn Francis one become realistic? Well, just you know via exactly that, which you know uh, as you say. Jason Cripps, who does a, a really good job for us, keeps in keeps in contact with all of the the player managers around the competition, and and you know as part of that, I guess you, you ask the question on of each of um, the players that you have an interest in. Um, obviously, some you have more of an interest than others, and and obviously, you know, Jason Horn Francis is a player who, when he left South Australia, was um, you know was very high on our radar in order to get back. So. Yeah, the reality is it just it just comes out of those conversations and, and Ben Williams, his manager, you know, who who want to add has been, you know, really strong throughout this period for us. Um, you know, just highlighted to to Cripper that there was a potential that he might want to want to come home and mm. you know, so then you you do the, the meeting that happens from there and, and we're fortunate to have made it happen. The mega deal that was forecast on Saturday got knocked back by the AFL. How how challenging it is when you load more and more clubs, more and more picks that you have to swap around from club to club. How challenging is it 
to finally get a deal on the table that will satisfy the AFL and satisfy every party? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good question. First and foremostly, you know, the, the, the initial trade that was proposed to the AFL really came with a caveat to the AFL, and that was, um, you know, based on our history of drafting in the first round recently, are you willing to provide uh, any discretion? And, and not only are you willing, but do the rules give you an opportunity to have any discretion, you know, to, to allow us to trade a second-round pick? And, and in fairness, the AFL... Yeah, the answer to that question very quickly was was no. So, you know, Jason really had to find another way to be able to, um, you know, to get the deal done. Um, you know, I said in today's press conference, I think some people sometimes have have a view of these discussions as being quite adversarial, and mm. and the reality is is that there are some that are, but there are many that aren't. And in this situation, we had multiple clubs who wanted to achieve an outcome, and I, and I think that we you know, we were able to achieve a fair outcome for all of the clubs involved in the end where, you know, North Melbourne, West Coast and GWS all got what they wanted and clearly, you know, we've been able to add, you know, Jason Horn Francis and Junior Riola to our club, which going into the trade period were, were key parts of what we wanted to achieve. Chris, a six-year deal for, for Jason, was that more a push from his management or more a push from the club? No, I, th- I think that was a, a mutual ending of, of where we wanted to, to go. I mean, clearly, if you're going to give up the draft capital that we did, you, you would want, you know, a person committed for, for a decent period of time. Um, you know, remembering that, that Jason's first year of his contract with Port Adelaide was effectively the second year of the initial deal that he signed with North Melbourne. So, you know, it's it's not um, a massive amount when you, when you consider, um, you know, what our salary cap is. Uh, and then obviously, you know, years to and post are obviously more lucrative um, for Jason. But, you know, it's, you know, the, the time period, as I say, was, was really around saying if we're going to give up this amount of draft capital, then then we want, you know, the player committed for a long time. You know, we've we got to remember in this that, that Jason's a, a highly talented, you know, 19-year-old player who if you rewind a year... Um, there's not a club in the AFL who wouldn't have wanted to, you know, uh, have him on their list at the end of, um, you know, the, the draft process. Chris, an enormous achievement by you and, and Jason not to lose a player and bring in two at this point, perhaps the third in Asava Radigalia. With all the contingency planning you've got to make in a trade period with the clock ticking, was there ever a high risk or any risk that you were going to have to tap a player and say to make this deal happen, a la Ryan Burton, Chad Wingard, that there was going to have to be a play ultimately involved. Did you have that fear? Uh, look, we we certainly entered the period which not wanting to lose a player as part of of this deal, and and certainly not one of those you know young talented players that you know have been mentioned throughout the media you know, over the period of time, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, we have taken, I think, seven first-round picks in the last three drafts, three or four drafts. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the third most in the competition. So, so we feel like we've got a good young group of players who are progressing, and clearly we've seen some progress over the last couple of years to be really good players within the competition. So we, we were keen to not... Um, just bring you know Jason Horn Francis in, and then at the other end lose one of those younger players. We, yeah. we were really keen to make sure that this was just about draft picks, and and Jason Clips has done a great job in 
in achieving that really. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, we, I guess there's there's always a chance that you know the, the clubs involved might tap a player directly through their manager. But yeah, you know, I guess we're really fortunate right now that, that none of our our players, um, you know, specifically those who have been mentioned as potential parts of whatever deal, whether it be George or Durs or you know even Zach was mentioned. Um, you know, none of those guys at at any time suggested that they wanted to leave our footy club. So you've got draft pick 33. Will that satisfy Geelong for Radagalia? Well, that, that's a question that is far better directed at Andrew Mackey, Rich. Um, you know, that's... Look, we've... You know, we've got a player there, Asava, who, you know, has said that he wants to leave Geelong, uh, has said that he wants to come to Port Adelaide. The reality is, though, he's contracted at Geelong, and so, um, you know, it's their prerogative as to what steps are next, but... You, know, you can leave this conversation clear that 33 yeah. uh, is on the table for Asava if, if Geelong want it. Uh, if, if they don't, then you know, we'll be comfortable going to the draft. Um, and Asava and his manager are, are quite comfortable with what we've yeah. offered you know, in terms of a selection for a player who, who let's face it, didn't play much footy uh, in the Premiership team last year. It's a hypothetical, but if Josh Dunkley goes through to the pre-season draft, do you revisit him? Because you got an earlier pick than Brisbane. Ah, uh, look, you, you, I mean, you've got to be able to fit that person in, into your TPP structure, yeah. and also you've got to, you know, have a position for them on the field. And yeah, you know, we, we were we were really targeted with, with we wanted to add one, you know, established, um, you know, high quality midfield player. I think we probably, you know, we're leaving the trade period now, having having achieved that. You know, I've, I've heard you know, some of the discussion over the last little bit about. Jason Horn Francis, you know, I'm sure that, that our people know, and there's there's a whole heap of people with opinions right now, but Jason Horn Francis is a player of supreme talent, um, a guy who has a competitiveness that <clears throat> we think relate to our group, and you know, I'm sure he's going to be a player that our, our people can enjoy and, and admire for a period of time. And, you know, he's not only a good player himself, but he, he definitely has the trait to help make people around him better. Has he asked for I know that um, you know, Ollie, Ollie Wines and, and Connor and Zach you know, are looking forward to playing with him. Has he asked for a Guernsey number yet? <laughs> I think he's had bigger things on his mind at the moment, Bruce, but I'm sure that will... <laughs> well, there's a very special the number there at Albert and Forum, if you get my drift. That's going to be an interesting watch. Uh, yes, just, I'm well just aware. That number. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we had a text in while we were talking, uh, Ben from Marden, uh, on behalf of the Port Adelaide community, want to thank you and your team uh, for a fantastic um, trade period. And, and David King's come out today and sort of said that Port Adelaide at this stage have won the trade period. How do you handle the expectations that are going to be put on the club moving forward? Uh, well, Paul, I would suggest that the expectations of our people don't check don't change whether the trade period is good or not. I, I know that um, you know, there's going to be a heap of people who would suggest that um, the Port Adelaide might have come out of the trade period you know, uh, in, a, in a good spot, but the reality at Port Adelaide is there's only one um, grand final that they want to win, and, and it ain't in the trade period. <laughs> so uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to mm. take that on board and, and be better next year. Chris, thanks for your time. Really appreci- appreciate it. Well done to you and all your team, and uh, best of luck. Thank you. Thanks very much.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.